Welcome to the Glory Tellers Podcast. We're your hosts, Emily, Caitlin, and Beth Ann. Here we share stories of people who are doing extraordinary things in the midst of their ordinary lives. All for the glory of God. We are so excited you're here. Let's dive in. Continuing with our theme for season two, we are about to share another faith journey with you with our friend Jen. Jen has went through several hard seasons in her life and she is currently going through another and she gets very vulnerable and shares her story with us. And we know that that is a common story with a lot of the people listening to this podcast. So we wanted to create a second little bonus episode that we're going to post. So after that you, after you finish Jen's episode, you'll be able to go listen to this bonus episode where you can find some encouragement. And we want to just share some helpful tips that we think may help you in this season um, to help keep you grounded, maybe even to find faith for the first time. So we hope that you take a listen and we hope that you enjoy Jen's story. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Glory Tellers podcast. We have another exciting episode for you today. It's a personal friend of mine. Her name is Jen Heckel, and she is an amazing person with an amazing story. And I am so excited that you get to meet her through the podcast today. Jen is a breast cancer survivor. She is a new mom to a sweet little baby boy after struggling with infertility. She's a nurse. She's a spin instructor. She's a wellness mentor. She's a dog mom. And she's a musician's wife. And she they live such an exciting, cool life. <laughs> You're going to look at her Instagram feed and just want to be friends with her. So without further ado, I'm going to let Jen introduce herself and tell us a little bit, little bit about herself. Well, Welcome, thank Jen. You. Hello. Thank you. Oh, so yes, you covered hey, a lot Jen. of the things. So I am Jen. <laughs> um, so I've been married to my husband for six years. And yes, he's a musician. He is adorable. Um, <laughs> I go to his shows so a lot and I feel like I'm biased, but you know, he's, <laughs> I never get tired of listening to him. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, uh, I'm an RN. So I've been a nurse for 11 years. And I am a wellness mentor and a spin instructor. Um, I do miss spin so much, you know, COVID closed the gym down and, um, you know, I I miss that interaction with people, but, um, and I am my favorite, favorite title right now is a mom. Oh my gosh. My son is 11 weeks old and his name is Owen. He's, he's adorable. He's, um, he's our world and thank you so much. He's, he's everything. So my life is, um it's so much brighter with him in it. Every day I wake up, I'm just like, he's a true blessing. I I'm obsessed with him. And through every storm that this year has brought, um, he's like the light in the storm right now. So, um, he's everything. Oh, for sure. I mean, 2020, so many, Hmm. you know, hard things have happened this year, but things like baby Owen being born, there's still bright lights, you know, there's still good things that happened this year too. So I love that you brought that up. Yes, definitely. Well, Jen, I'm Beth Ann mm-hmm. here, and um, people will notice when they go to your Instagram that you you have a healthy lifestyle, and it seems like fitness and your exercise business plays a huge role in your life. So I was wondering if you could share with us a little bit more about that, what it looks like for you, and why it's so important to you. Sure. So I feel exercise is kind of my outlet. Um, it's a stress reliever. I feel like it's a time where I can leave all my worries at the door and for 30 minutes or an hour, uh, just have me time. And I mm-hmm. feel like it's important because it's something only I can control. I'm the one who has to step in there, lace up my shoes and do this for me. 
Um, mm-hmm. I feel like we're, we're given one, one body and it's up to us to mentally, physically, mm-hmm. and spiritually take care of it. Um, like, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes my workouts can be all three of those things for me, especially on Sunday right now. Um, our church is all virtual. So I will step in there and, and virtually tune in and work out and, I'm literally mentally, physically, and spiritually doing all of the things on Sunday. It's like the trifecta right there. It It is. It is. And you know, we're not leaving the house much. So it's like all of my workouts (laughs) are home. My, um, you know, church is at home. Everything is done from the house. So um, exercise is my way of just getting those endorphins out and, and something that I can control. And it's a big part of my life and my husband's life. He, um, not to bring him up again, but he's, he's lost over a hundred pounds since we got married. And he, wow. he, oh my God. I know he's, he's amazing. He, he runs and he cycles and wow. I'm so proud to be his wife. He's just so, he sets his mind to something and he does it. And it's just, so he keeps me motivated as well. And I hope that us being healthy, um, that we are, you know, a great role models for our son to lead a healthy lifestyle as well. You're a power couple. (laughs) Now, I shared in your intro that you are a breast cancer survivor. Yes. So would you say that going through breast cancer at such a young age jump-started this new lifestyle for you? So, yes, being (laughs) diagnosed with breast cancer at age 30, um, I was had a healthy lifestyle kind of, you know, before all of that. But once I was diagnosed, um, I started really looking into – um, the lifestyle I was living and mm-hmm. things around me that I was doing that wasn't healthy. That could be, you know, whether it was food I was taking in relationships that surround you, um, everything around you can cause negative things in your body. So, um, my breast cancer wasn't genetic. Um, so looking inward, I began to control what I can control. Life. So eating healthier, um, exercising, being the best I can be mentally and physically. Uh, I feel like breast cancer really brought that to light. Um, so I, yes, I feel like being diagnosed made me focus more on exercise for sure. Well, thank you for sharing so far about your story and just some of the struggles and the valleys you've been through. Um, I'm just curious more about how have those valleys yeah, so shaped struggles. your relationship Let's with just God. Take it back to when we got married. So, <laughs> so Dean and I got married in uh, 2014. Um, so it's you know this amazing, exciting time. And about a month later, my dad had a massive stroke. And mm. you know, so we get married, then we deal through all these these hard mm. things right away. And then it was a year later that I was diagnosed with breast cancer. You know, so another, another struggle that you, you go through, Mm. fight through, and I feel like it brought us closer and me closer to God and in the midst of everything. And then, then we go into 2020 and last month, my mom was diagnosed with stage four B ovarian cancer. Mm. Um, I feel like, goodness, sorry, uh, that, okay. That more than anything hey, take your time. has brought us, you know, closer together as a family mm-hmm. and closer to mm-hmm. God because you realize things in life are out of your mm-hmm. control. You right. you control, goodness, you control what you can, mm-hmm. but there's things that life throws you that 
you really can't control. And I think Mm -hmm. you just, uh, you have to turn to God for those things and really just hit your knees and and realize that we can't do this without him, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Your, your faith can carry you through life throws you curveballs and and things that you, you know, you don't expect and, and you can't, you can't control those things, but you can turn to your faith and realize, you know, you just trust in God to take you through, through those struggles and, you know, through Mm -hmm. every struggle I think that I've been through, including the infertility, it's like you, you go through, you know, for me personally, angry, like I'm just, I was so Mm -hmm. angry, like what, you know, why, why can't I get pregnant? I was so angry. And then, you know, I started reading a daily devotional and just putting the focus back on God and in his timing and, you know, and then these things with mom, I went through so angry, so hurt, so Mm -hmm. broken. And, um, Mm -hmm. and then it's, you know, through everything, my son came at the most perfect timing. And that is God's timing because he Mm -hmm. came, he was born in Mm -hmm. June, June 28th. Mm -hmm. And my mom was diagnosed, you know, last month. So he, Mm -hmm. he gives us something to, you know, look forward to every day and something to cling on to and something for her to fight more for because, you know, she's got this new green baby. So, you know, it's just, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Mm -hmm. the struggles definitely Mm -hmm. just bring you closer to God for sure. For sure. Yeah. And Jen, I think too, sometimes when we're in the midst of those times, it's hard for us to see, you know, beyond those, I mean, the waves, you know, and just the, the crashing of the just pain and, um, I just want to say to you, I mean, how bold and brave you are right now to even just be on here talking to us, you know, when you're, you're truly in the middle of a valley, you know, and I, I commend you for you're seeing the positive and you're seeing God at work. But, um, I just think that that's Christ in you, you know, that you have the ability to be sharing right now in the middle of a valley. So well, thank, thank you. you for your bravery and your boldness. In yeah, doing absolutely. That. And I mean, with every, <laughs> like you said, battle, um, that you've gone through, it's also creating a new platform for you, um, to be able to help people. I mean, how many people do you think you have helped inspire just with your wellness journey, you know, um, or your faith through infertility and, um, your faith now going, walking through this with your mom. I mean, you're such a light and I, you show up every day and you have that strength every day to wake up and, um, be a mom and be a wife and be a nurse and continue all of this while you're going through this valley, like only the strength of God. Right. So recently I saw on social media that you got baptized. So what led you to make that decision? Yes, we did. Um, my mom and I got baptized together. It was incredible. Um, so my mom and I have been going to church together for a couple years. You know, I'll, I would go to church by myself. Uh, I enjoy that, that me time. And my mom started coming, coming with me a couple years ago. And she had always said, I want to get baptized. And I was like, me too. But she never mm-hmm. wanted to do it in front of people. You know, she just she mm-hmm. said, I want, I want it to be, you know, just a personal spiritual <laughs> thing. But I don't want it done in front of everyone so you know that's something we always talked about and then once she was diagnosed she began to talk about it a lot more and you know church Mm -hmm. service wasn't we weren't going to church and she's like you know how are we you know can we still do this and I had reached out to my pastor and he said absolutely he said 
um, he brought us to his home and he baptized us in his pool. And it was just me and my mom and her husband and my husband (laughs) and my son. And it was just something we did together that I will never forget. It was a special moment that I will always treasure. Um, I, I feel like it's a, it's a moment in your life that you're always going to remember, but I feel like a time that my mom is, is closer to God than ever and leaning on mm-hmm. him more than ever. Um, she, she needed this baptism and I'm honored to that, right. you know, we could do that together. Yeah. Now kind of walk me through your faith journey. Did you grow up in church? Is it something that through the challenges of some things you've went through in your adult life that it's brought you closer to God? Or would you say that um, it has just got stronger through that? Uh, I did not grow up in church. Um, I went, I had a neighbor and I would go to church with her. Um, We went to some, Mm -hmm. a couple Sunday class, Sunday school classes together and I would go to church with her, but never anything consistent. So um, mm-hmm. I feel like church was something I had to do on my own and something I had to want mm-hmm. on my own and seek on my own. Mm-hmm. So um, I feel like every a lot of the struggles that I'd went through had brought me closer to God and brought me uh, to a church family. So it's something I've just went to in my adult life. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm excited to, for church to start back and bring my son into church and have him, you know, grow up surrounded by that. So you're a very encouraging person, I think, just from what I've seen of you on Instagram and through your fitness journey and just the things that you share. And I would love it if you could tell us just any encouragement you might have for somebody else who is walking through difficult trials, somebody who maybe feels lost or hopeless. Sure. Um, I feel like no matter what someone is going through, Um, whether it's they can relate to something I have been through, I'm going through or something else, you're never truly alone. Um, I feel like you can always Mm -hmm. turn to your faith and that God, that God's going to guide you through the darkness. Um, And I encourage them to lean in. You just lean into your faith for answers or just sit silently in your faith. Um, Just Mm -hmm. trust that there's a light ahead. And personally, I feel like every struggle has molded me into who I am. Uh, I'm definitely more mm-hmm. grateful. I've been humbled to the core, you know, and mm-hmm. and it has brought me closer to God. And I, I don't mm-hmm. think some of these times I could have gotten through without having faith. So, you know, I, I encourage people to just step back, step back and just trust mm-hmm. that whatever you're going through, you're not alone and that God's with you. Yeah. 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 I love that. And I love how you mentioned that you turned to a devotional Mm -hmm. at some point and that maybe kind of um, helped you grow closer to God during these difficult times. And sometimes that can seem like such a simple thing, but I think it's really powerful and for someone to be going through a similar situation and maybe they have a devotional laying around that somebody gifted them one time or they picked up one time, but they've never really gotten into it. Um, you know, I just think that's a great example for them that maybe they just could go pick up that devotional and just read a page and see where it takes yes, them, you know, I, and you know, that, that's, that's actually awesome. what happened to me. It was, it was during breast cancer. Um, you know, people reach out and give you gifts and they're, they were so kind mm-hmm. to me and, um, I had 
gotten mm-hmm. a couple devotional books and I think it, there was a time I was going through, I was just angry, you know, I was angry and, and mm-hmm. didn't want to pick up that devotional and that specific one laid around a couple of years and every day it was just a little glimmer of hope, something to hang on to and something to pray over. Especially for a new mom, hmm. because I know how overwhelming that can feel to have a baby that needs you constantly. And if you've got a bunch of kids at home, you know, whatever the situation may be, that you don't have to be a Bible scholar. You can literally take 10 or 15 minutes a day to pop open your email, to read that devotional, to open the devotional book someone gave you as a gift. And God will take that time and he will multiply it and apply it to your life and help you through your day. And Jen, you mentioned that humility, you know, that you, um, you've been humbled to the core, you know, and I feel like through that humility and through, like you saying you were an open book. I mean, those are the things that people who are seeking, you know, they want to talk to people like that. They want to talk to you and ask you, you know, what is it? Like, what is getting you through this? What is sustaining you? Um, and I think that's just so powerful, you know, to humble ourselves so that others feel free to be able to Mm -hmm. talk to us and ask us questions and we're approachable, you you know, to plant more seeds like you do. We obviously get a little heavy (laughs) on the podcast if you can't tell sometimes. (laughs) And so we do like to wrap up toward the end with something a little lighter. And we do that by asking random popcorn type questions. Um, (laughs) Don't get nervous. There's no wrong answers here. Um, (laughs) Now, I know with your um, wellness journey that it's probably changed a little bit with the baby boy. Um, But I'm just curious, what is your favorite activity to do for like a rest day? Oh, I would say going for walks in our neighborhood with my my new family, Um, you know. I have a dog, <laughs> Ramsey. She's 11 years old. She's a golden doodle. <laughs> and, you know, since I've had him, he's she doesn't Aww. get the exercise that she needs. So uh, going for a walk with my husband <laughs> and my son, the dog, uh, that's just something uh-huh. light that we can do, a family activity and some exercise at the same time. I love that. After we had our first, my daughter's eight, but after we had her, we took our dog who is almost 12 in for his checkup <laughs> and the vet was like, well, I can't have my baby in the house because he's put on oh, some weight. No. <laughs> right. And I'm like, yeah, we all have. <laughs> yeah. So and you said her journey has them. probably changed a little bit since having the baby. It sure doesn't seem like it from my side of the screen. She's just uh-huh. as active oh, as before. Sweet. <laughs> Such an inspiration. I'm over here eating <laughs> chips on my couch, like trying to get my to walk outside. And Jen's got her like four week old baby sitting next to her on the ground. And she's like doing these workouts. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) what's my excuse. Okay. Um, So my question for you, Jen, are you, I have it in my hand right now. Okay. So what is your go-to coffee drink? (laughs) At home, at home, it is just coffee with a splash of, um, Simple Truth Caramel uh, Creamer. That would be my mm-hmm. my go to at home. Um, I don't like sugar in my coffee, so anything with like a, a flavored cream, black coffee with a flavored cream. I'm kind of mm-hmm. basic. <laughs> what would you get if you walked into a coffee shop? Oh, it overwhelms me. I can't. I can't lie. <laughs> I'm the same way. I, I end know, up ordering. Usually, I'll turn to something <laughs> that. Um, some of the local coffee shops around me have something with uh honey it's like they're special with it has Mm. it's like a latte but it uses honey and almond milk and 
something mm-hmm. basic like that. You might be talking about <laughs> a meal. That's <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm the resident barista here. <laughs> she really is. is. Like, if you ever want to know anything about yeah. coffee, just message Bethann. Oh. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, but that is a really good option for yummy and also a little bit more on the healthy side. So. Yes. So, you know, <laughs> I, always, I always use You're so funny versus a heavy cream if I can. But that's like a taste preference yeah. too. I feel like the cream gets really heavy. Yeah. <laughs> so how about this? You gave us kind of your um, advice from or encouragement from your faith perspective. But how about just one little nugget, one little bit of encouragement that you could tell the people listening who may want to kind of jumpstart a healthy lifestyle like you have? Honestly, I feel like it's, you just, you just have to do it. You just, you know, whether I just, mm-hmm. just gave mm-hmm. birth to a baby as soon as I felt like <laughs> I needed that for me, I did it. So just, just do it, do it for you. Just put your shoes on and go for a walk or start a workout modify every single move, but just do it. And at the end, you're going to be proud of yourself, you know? So I don't feel like there's a certain workout for everyone. You know, some people like to run, some people like to spin. Um, I feel like find something you enjoy because if you don't enjoy it, you're not going to stick to it. Just start, Mm -hmm. put your, put your shoes on and just do something. (laughs) Great advice. That's some good wisdom. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah, and you know something that I'm picking up on (laughs) the last podcast that we interviewed she was an artist and she feels like art Mm -hmm. is kind of her therapy and sort of her creative outlet like for God it's her expression of joy and I feel like your exercise and wellness is that for you you know it is your outlet and it's also your way of like taking care of your body as a temple and showing people that we only have one body and using it almost as a ministry. And I just think it's so interesting that he can take each one of us and our special strengths and use that to glorify him. And um, I, I just, that just kind of came to mind as we were talking. And so I thought Definitely. that I would share that. We all have something unique sure. about us yeah. that, you know. Mm-hmm. that that can someone else can benefit from or a way that we can lift someone else up or help them in a way that someone else can't so um yeah whether it's art or exercise yeah. or or you know in the church or however it might be but I do feel like exercise is is right is my outlet and I enjoy being able to help other people feel good about themselves and yeah. and my son enjoys watching me jump around it really pains him <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> I can't wait. He will. He'll be jumping yeah. along with he you will. soon. No time. Good for you and entertainment yes. for him. Yep. <laughs> right. Well, thank you for sharing you your go. gifts of um, working out and just everything you've shared with us today. And we're just appreciative that you were willing to share with us. And um, we're always happy to see people being willing to like open up even on their Instagram account, like you could just do your workouts at home and never share about them. But, um, you know, when you put it out there, God does get the glory for it. And other people are inspired to um, better themselves as well. So we love that. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's one of the things we like about you. And one of the reasons why we wanted to ask you on the podcast. So thank you so much for coming on. Um, and we would love for you to tell us where people can find you if they want to follow along with your journey. Thank you. And thank you guys so much for inviting me on the podcast. I feel honored. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Jen Heckle. Um, 
yeah, I'm usually jumping around in the gym or <laughs> lots of videos of my son because he's so cute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know what, Jen? Like, it's the perfect mix because you're vulnerable and you make people feel comfortable with your vulnerability, like trustworthy, you know? Um, plus, you're encouraging. Plus, you're a good mom and we get to see that sweet baby's face. So everyone should definitely hop on Instagram, give you a follow. We'll put it in the show notes so that well, people can you. find Thank you. I appreciate it. And I enjoyed talking to you all. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We are so honored to share the salvation story with you. Before you go, we want to make sure you know that God's gift of salvation is for you, too. God loves you and wants you to experience the peace and life he offers. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. John 3.16 He has a plan for you. But there is a problem. Sin separates us from God. Being at peace with God is not automatic. By nature, we are all separated from him. The Bible says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23 God is holy, but we are human and don't measure up to his perfect standard. We are sinful, and the wages of sin is death, as it says in Romans 6.23. Because he loves us so much, God has a remedy. God's love bridges the gap of separation between you and him. When Jesus Christ died on the cross and rose from the grave, he paid the penalty for your sins. The Bible says he himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. 1 Peter 2.24 Our response is to receive Christ. You cross the bridge into God's family when you accept Christ's free gift of salvation. The Bible says, But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. John 1.12 To receive Christ, a person needs to do four things. Admit you're a sinner. Ask forgiveness and be willing to turn away from your sins. Believe that Christ died for you on the cross. Receive Christ into your heart and life. Romans 10.13 says, Whoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. If you are ready, here is a prayer you can pray to receive Christ. Dear Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. Guide my life and help me to do your will. In your name, amen. If you prayed this prayer, we encourage you to reach out to a pastor, get connected with your local church, or even reach out to us to help get you connected with a group of believers with whom you can continue your walk with Christ. And welcome to God's family, sister or brother. You are so loved. Thanks for joining us on the show today. We hope that you have been encouraged by the story that you just heard. Our heart is that the more you share our podcasts, the more we can proclaim God's glory and we can inspire others to live on mission right where they are. We challenge you to notice people around you and be the hands and feet of Jesus. Please subscribe to, share, and rate our podcast. Do you or someone you know have a story that we could share? Send us a message at glorytellerspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram to further the encouragement and details for upcoming shows at Glorytellers. And as always, don't forget to check out the show notes for more resources. See you next time. Thank you.